Hey everyone, what is up? I am Charlie Shrem, and you are listening and watching Untold Stories, where twice a week, together, we get to talk to and dive deep with some of the coolest people in the room, the smartest folks that I've met and get the opportunity to interface with in this industry to really, really find out where we're going and, and, and more importantly, like how we got here and how we came to be and to have some fun doing it. Today, I'm very excited because I get to sit here and talk to someone who I think we've become friends, David Gokstein. David, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Like, this is an honor. Not even a pleasure, it's an honor. So thank you, Charlie. Well, so you uh, began Gokstein Media in 2012, which is a, a community-based platform that consists of market analysis, real-time market updates. But you started G Media, and I kept finding you involved in the middle of deals, in the middle of conversations. Your name kept coming up. and uh, I found you You also host uh, Gokstein Unfiltered and previously, and hopefully we'll bring it back, Blockchain Breakfast. People can find your content online. You're a writer, uh, you're a member, and you're a contributing writer for the Forbes Finance Council. And I kept finding you involved in stuff. So I said, we need to, we need to talk. We need to have you guys, we need to have you on the show to figure out what's going on on some of the, the underbelly in the social media world that kind of powers sometimes for the negative, the crypto space. And really, um, I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite crypto meme? Whatever Elon Musk puts out. There. Right, what, anything he tweets is, is awesome. Anything he tweets is amazing. How's it going today? Good, uh, I can't complain. I'm, we're all breathing, right? So uh, it's, it's always exciting to be, uh, uh, to jump on, and just to get to work uh, and uh, put some uh, great content out there for the people and, and jump on shows like this. I mean, truly, it's a, I'm a fanboy right now. This is an honor to go ahead and be on this show and talk, uh, talk to you. You're an OG, man. I told you, you. That, uh, told you that before when we uh, first met that, uh, you know. Yeah, when uh, we first, I appreciate that. And, and when we first met and started, and started talking, I noticed that uh, you really had a good understanding of, of like the, the, the social media cycles, I guess, if you will, as it relates. I look at, I look at the past 10 years of Bitcoin and crypto, and I look at it as, as a course of its, its history, and I try to attach events that took place and then the social uh, interactions that we all have with each other on various mediums and how that's changed. I like to investigate that. So if you look at the early days of Bitcoin and how it really only existed on like Bitcoin talk and um, IRC networks, and then eventually moved over to really Reddit and eventually Twitter in a very big way. And now, do you th and, and it's, I hate to say it, but it's largely been centralized in central locations. Do you think that's changing? Now I see Clubhouse is huge, podcasting, YouTube. Are we finally decentralizing our social media within the crypto space? Are we, like, as our community has, like, have these anchor or focal places that we like to hang out? I think we are. I, um, I think, honestly, what got the ball rolling, because I sit on there every single night. Uh, we have this show called, uh, you know, Crypto Fireside Chat. And like we have episodes, like episode one, two, we're up to like episode 16. Oh, so you're and on you Clubhouse a, all the time. You're loving it. All the time. All the time. I love it. Uh, it's just, 
one, you don't have, honestly, you don't have the negativity on there. You can't troll. Like you can't come on there and troll anybody because you're going to have to answer back. So if you're going to troll, it's just going to be a real quick comment. So either two things happen. One, you'll get kicked out. Two, you're going to just run out yourself. Sure. Uh, Thing is, you sit back and you just talk to people and like you're connecting. Like we've lost, obviously, during the pandemic, we've lost, you know, that in in person, you know, meetings now, like, you know, conferences and all. And and now we get to sit on Clubhouse and interact again, hear somebody's voice and and sit there. And there's a lot of people that come on there and they for the most part on Clubhouse, people want want to know more about cryptocurrency, digital assets. How do they work? What's blockchain? And it's just the perfect medium to just sit there and have a conversation, you know, simplify it for people and get more people into this space. It's amazing. Honestly, like I really think Clubhouse has changed the game. It has changed the game and it's taken us into that direction that you were talking about, like decentralization. Yeah. And so like, it's a stupid question, but people would say like, are NFTs or DeFi the ICOs of 2020? And I'm assuming your answer would be no, because on Clubhouse, you're not seeing people say like, how do I buy this? How do I buy this? How do I buy this? It's like, what is this? How does it work? I don't understand. Explain it to me. How is this going to like, what type of questions do you see over and over and over again in, in our industry right now on Clubhouse? How does Bitcoin work? What's blockchain? Um, Big talk right now, obviously, you just stated NFTs. What's NFTs? Like, for me personally, like, uh, when I get into it, I tell people, you know, I've always looked at NFTs uh, where I I believe NFTs will be really, really good for real estate. But, like, now we're talking about, I, I think real estate's perfect. Listen, imagine yourself owning a piece of property that you've never stepped on. Like, that, that... that's going to be cool. That's that's some really cool stuff. Uh, but like right now, the big thing is people run in like, oh, this these NFT moments from the NBA Top Shop. I mean, like, I own a this painting. Is awesome. I own a self portrait of a homeless guy, and that I bought because he, I looked at him when he made the self portrait in in New York. Actually, a homeless guy in the in the street, and he was selling his art, and he. I just looked at him and I, and I, in his face, I was like, wow, you perfectly captured an emotion that I have sometimes like this PTSD abandonment emotion. And I bought it. Yeah. And now years later, he's like not famous, but he's got a, you know, Instagram account and stuff. He's Instagram famous. He just emailed me asking me if he can NFT that painting that I have hanging in my house. And then, awesome. but I don't, why would I do that? Like, let's walk through that, that, that case right there. What's, what's going on there? Listen, it, it's it's really simple. I, I like to keep it blunt. It's it's right now the NFT market is hot. Anything, any art you put up there is going to sell. I mean, look what's selling. It's no disrespect. And I told this to a few people who came into the room telling me about crypto punks. I don't know if you've seen them. Back uh, in the day, right? Earlier or now. It's like these little pixels of like, you know, just oh, it yeah. looks like Nintendo Nintendo. They're like, sprites. like if you go back to like yeah, it just, yeah, yeah, the little animation sprites. They're selling for one point four million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Beeple just sold. Beeple just sold his art for three point five million. He just sold something for. But look at these numbers. The numbers yeah. are crazy. Now, does the ownership come with the physical painting, or is there no physical? Because I appreciate yes. digital art. I'm not an anti. Like I, 
I, there's, I respect digital artists a lot. There is a gentleman here who lives in Florida and he is the best artist I've ever met. I own two of his, uh, di and it's digital art. He drew it digitally, you know, uh, uh, on, I don't know how he did it, like what medium he used or what, you know, hardware he used, but he drew this. So it's, it's not like it's ink, but it's digital art, but it's unique. Even though he can print a million copies of it, so now I could see how the NFT situation would work there because it's now hanging on my wall and it's proving ownership. But I guess I'm trying to understand a little bit. And I didn't mean for this to be like an NFT show. I just... No, I'm trying fine. To, I'm trying to understand... I guess I'm trying to understand, like, where are we in the crypto hype cycle right now as, as we were in 2014 and 2017? I think we're leaving... I think we're leaving DeFi right now. Are we? And we're heading into... Well, I think DeFi is still going to be important. I think, look, when DeFi came out and about, what was it? I, I, DeFi has been around since Bitcoin is DeFi. But sure. at the end of the day, D, you know, the new, you know, DeFi and the word yield was put in. And now, oh, my God, this new, this new space, DeFi, right? And yield. Oh, my God, I need some yield at APY. Um, but that started around March, April. And, you know, that big boom where everybody was just jumping into anything that was, you know, anything called DeFi, anything that had yield on. Um, but now I just I feel like slowly the hype is all around NFTs. Look, Gary V came out and just he's tweeting daily, like every tweet and every video that he's coming out with seems to be. About, it's not seems it is about NFTs and how NFTs are the future for him. It's trading cards. You know, for him, he's a but big they're so short-sighted. They're very they short. They don't understand. Most of these guys who are tweeting don't even know what NFT stands for. And they don't understand what the difference between a fungible and a non-fungible token is. But everybody understands what money is. And, and they see an opportunity sure. to go ahead and make money. You know, like to one guy who was talking to on Clubhouse, he was like, honestly, we don't look at 1.4 million. We look like we bought it for 500 Ethereum. Or we would for one Bitcoin. Um, like they don't see that number. Pricing it in crypto. Correct. Which is cool. Now that's, you know, if, if we're heading in that route where people are pricing things by crypto standards, that's awesome. We're, we're maturing as a space. We're not talking about like me when I came out and said, oh my God, $1.3 million sure. for, you know, a little pixel of, you know, an, an animal. Like, I mean, I that, that's kind of like... That's, you know, somebody's I see your made point. It. It's like some, okay, so let's say Ether is worth like $2,000, right? You're saying that this whole, a lot of the industry are folks, and because crypto is so big now, and so many people are holding Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other coins and tokens, that someone's not looking at spending a thousand ETH, which is, you know, $200,000 or whatever. They're not looking, right? Is that, no, it's $2 million, right? Yeah. Really Someone's, oh, it's crazy. Wow. Someone's not looking at spending like a million dollars. They're saying I had a thousand ETH and now it's, you know, I made another 200 ETH profit. So it's like, correct. that's the baseline now. Interesting thought. That's awesome. It is. But, but that's awesome if we're, you know, well, that's what it's all about, right? And that's, you know, and that's to me, you know, when you hear people talk like that, especially again, I keep saying clubhouse, but because Clubhouse is the hottest thing right now. Sure, it's, sure. it's just you actually get somebody to be extremely detailed about what they're trying to go ahead and get across. Where on Twitter, you're limited, obviously, to 200, what is it, 240 characters? I don't even know, yeah. 
and I don't go on Facebook. So like, you know, I don't, I'm not on Facebook and you know, I'm not, yeah, I have Instagram, but I'm not, you know, I'm not taking selfies of myself. So, you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm sitting on clubhouse and it's, it's enjoyable yeah. to listen to. I, I, listen, enjoy- whether I agree with it or disagree. It's it. I, I listen, I just like there needs, hearing- to be, there needs to be a way to go into clubhouse without people, because the problem is that whenever I want to go into a crypto and this, I'm not saying this with an ego, whenever I go into a crypto related room, Always what happens is they whoever's talking stops talking and asks me to talk. But I just want to learn too, because I know it's crazy to think, but I don't know everything about Bitcoin or crypto. I'm learning new things all the time. I'm I read the white paper. Right now, if I open up the Bitcoin white paper, there half of it I still don't understand. There's it's of course. No one expects us to understand and to know everything. We're constantly learning. We'll be learning till the day we die. If I'm sitting on my deathbed, David, you're gonna be standing next to me, or my wife will be standing next to me. But you'll be on the other side, you'll be like, Charlie. This is NFT DeFi. This is new. It's like 80 years from now, you know? Never stop learning. It's so well, that's important. That's what I, I mean, I agree with you on that topic. I mean, like I tell everybody that, like, who, who's an expert in this field? I mean, look, obviously, if I see you come into a room, I'm going to be like, let's get Charlie on. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. I do kind of, like, look, I'm not as, I have. Yeah, but you're someone who's known in the space, so I'm sure this happens sure. to you too. It does, and I don't want to talk. Sure. And like people want me to talk. I don't want to talk. I want honestly, I want to learn. Like I'm eager to learn. And like anybody who says like they know everything, like those are the type of people I don't want to listen to. Because like nobody's I really don't believe there's an expert in the space. We do have OGs like yourself that know it's a, a lot, that have been through a lot, but like we don't have an expert yet. I don't know. If, I mean, we're five, maybe six years away from that expert title to be, you know, branded. Oh, that's a on good somebody. point. Yeah, you gotta been you've got to be around for a super long time to be an expert because it's considered an opinion here. All right, guys. So with a pretty crazy chaotic year behind us, we've got 200 reasons to put your Bitcoin to the test, courtesy of my friends at BitCasino. And I've gotten you an amazing, amazing offer. You have to go to bitcasino.io forward slash shrimp to get it. But all you have to do is wager five MBTC, small amount, wager five MBTC or more on BitCasino, on any slot, and you get 200 free spins to their legacy of dead game. You get 200 free spins, 200 spins to win more money for free. And all you have to do is do one slot bet. I love these guys. BitCasino was ahead of the crypto game before that game even got going. The original Bitcoin-led online gaming destination, they really, really, really pushed and to continue to set the standard for fun, fast, and fair gameplay because you have the blockchain you might as well be fair and transparent while you're at it deposit wager and withdraw in bitcoin ethereum tron litecoin so many cryptos all in real time all the time with bitcasino moving right along hey guys it's charlie and remember that time we interviewed anthony trenchev from nexo finance well they are on a roll Right now, offering 5.9% APR on your crypto credit. You'll be able to borrow at less than 6% on some of your crypto. They got a savings account that's offering 12% interest a year. And now they have an integrated exchange so you can trade between all your cryptos without ever leaving their integrated wallet. It's so amazing. Make sure you check it out at Nexo.io and start earning interest. Start managing your assets because crypto banking just got real with Nexo. I love that. That's awesome. I love Nexo. It's such a great company.
I want you guys to take a moment and check out what the folks and my newest sponsors over at Kava Labs are doing because up until now, whenever you do anything related to DeFi, like borrowing, lending, uh, loans, bonds, stable coins for Binance, Huobi, Kraken, or all these different places, they actually have been using Kava Labs on the back end. And now you can get those same APYs and those same awesome features that these financial institutions have been getting, you can get them too. All you have to do is go to kava.io and check it out. But on top of that, Kava and Binance, working for International Women's Month, have been launching a $50,000 prize pool that's ending this week. All you have to do is go to Binance or click the link in my show notes. You'll be able to go on there, trade $100. All you do is trade $100 and you get cards that you're entered into drawings that you can get up to $50,000 a part of a prize pool. Make sure you check them out, kava.io. Let's let's move on, not move on, but let's kind of like investigate further, unpack a little bit more the the fungibility aspect of this. So so you look at something like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and every other blockchain out there, you look at their circulating supply or their maximum supply. A fungible token are ones that have that. So you have a million, you know, a hundred million of these tokens and they're all the same. All If they're a Bitcoin-related blockchain, they're, they consist of hundreds of billions of unspent inputs and outputs just all meshing with each other. They, there's no one token or one input and output, one unspent input is no different than another one. They're all the same. You, and the whole point was is that there's equality and fairness in this market. There should be no, it shouldn't matter who is sending the money? It's the money itself. It's not the who or the the where or the what. There shouldn't be blacklisted. But now we look at non-fungible tokens. And these are essentially like highly unique tokens. So you look, let's talk about real estate for a second. But before we do, with art, are 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 they releasing tokens that are just like one token to represent one painting? Or are these like non-fungible tokens that are releases like series of 10 or 20 of them and then how really lastly like how would you then apply it to real estate like what's in your vision because i have some thoughts on that too oh you have you can either mint one of one you know you can go on and mint okay i have this art piece uh i'm just gonna create one one nft and whoever wants it they can go ahead and bid for it and that's it that it's theirs uh or you can go ahead and say you know what i'll make 50 of these and I'll price them out all at one Ethereum and God bless uh, whoever buys them, buys them. Uh, and that's, to me, that's, uh, that's how I see, uh, that's how I see it. That's how I know. And that's how I'm educated about it. Uh, to go further into it, uh, I'd probably do a disservice to the entire NFT community and they'll go ahead and bash the hell out of me. But uh, I know that that's how you can do it on Rarible. Rarible is one of the sites that I've used to play around with just to go ahead and yeah, I've I'm been on... doing these sketches like and I'm putting them on for like like 50 cents to see if anybody will buy my artwork. It's just like it's fun to play around with. But like the ultimate goal is real estate for me with the NFT market. I, I really believe like the real estate aspect is really cool. And I think the trading cards are actually uh, going to work out with NFTs because I've, I don't know if you've seen like the, the amount of money people are spending on this these is NBA crazy cards. It's yeah. crazy. So like, I'm on Rarible now. This is crazy. And it's an NFT right. marketplace. And then, and then I type Shrem. 
And there's 2,500 things that come up here. So there's 2,500. I'm on OpenSea.io now. And there's 2,500. And there is a, a rareable Charlie Shrem NFT that's owned by some random person. I have no idea. And it's just a picture. It's like a literally, it's an animation of a picture that I took. Someone just animated a picture. And this thing Crazy, is sold right? for 10 ETH, 13 Ether. I have somebody took my name. $20,000 for a fucking animation of me. I get none of that. Jesus. No. And you can't, and you can't do nothing about it. And look, somebody took my name. Uh, the N uh, N S C uh, N what is it E N S E N S name um, David Gokshin dot uh, E uh, E N S yeah E T H yeah yeah they have it up there for sale for like fifteen ETH I'm and he's telling I'm not paying ETH I don't care keep it this is my fear with this this is my fear with this we all thought securities were the how we test were all this other bullshit yeah. But we learned that securities are really anything. If you give something, someone anything, and they expect a return on that thing. So if I give you, you know, if you give me a dollar and I'm giving you this piece of paper, because you think, because I'm telling you this piece of paper is going to go up in fucking value, and I'm the issuer of that piece of paper, that's security. If I'm painting something and I'm selling it, or if I'm drawing a digital piece and I'm selling it for profit, that's one thing. But if I'm selling it because I believe there's a speculative value on it, what's the line here? And I'm I'm confused. Not that you're a securities lawyer or anything, but that's kind of. I, like, I, no, I. That's my I, fear. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney, and I didn't sleep at a Holiday Inn. So <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, but <laughs> I don't oh, know, like a jail. Oh, that's like funny. I don't know if you remember. That's a great remember? term. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. I'm not a doctor, but I did sleep in a Holiday Inn, right? But um, no, like I, I, I had the same question yesterday that I, I actually really asked about this. I was like, I want, when are they going to come attack the NFT space, you know, and say, well, you know, the NFT, you know, we see NFTs as securities. It, it's a really, like, it's a really gray area. It's like, like, I, I yeah. don't, it I really don't have an bit. answer. Like, how... A lot of people will look at I, NFTs and, 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 and see the greed and want to issue them. And so I'm kind of bringing this up as a little bit of a warning. It's like, yeah, it's, look, it's, I can. If I sell I, you something, Charlie, like if I sell, sold you a painting, like I painted it, I sold it to you. Is that a security? No. But, but, then, but let's go further. I mean, what if you're a famous artist and you have pre-Instagram, like, and you sell me a painting and I'm telling, most, like, let's be real, like. Everyone buys art. There's not one person who will not, who will be like on the stand, tell you right now that they're not buying art for even a small speculative reason. You, you buy it because it's going to be worth something in higher as much as you love it. So, so what's the line? So now that so you before, know, a lot of people don't think that way, Charlie, though, before it was because you were issuing these tokens that were going to be built, like something was going to be built that you can eventually be worth something. But here you're actually selling the actual item. It's a digital item. It's just digitalized. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't, I honestly, Charlie, I don't, Crypto like, lawyers to me, I look at it as, I made a painting. Yes, it's digital. I'm sending it to you. And you bought it from me. Yeah, I, I agree with your argument where I, I can buy, like, something from Picasso right now at an auction. I'm buying it. And in the future, I know it's going to have more value. I'm going to sell it off. And make like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars on it. 
hope hopefully you know but but it's kind of it's the same way i think i, I think you have to i mean i kind of look at the art like vesa is a real good artist in this space i mean like he produces art i mean if i want to buy it I'm, I'm buying it because i like the art yeah a lot of people are just buying it because they like the art behind it i'm not buying him on the show, it to do a resale Ooh, Vesa, oh, Vesa's yeah, he'll phenomenal. be on. He'll be on Untold Stories. Oh, he, but his his art is too expensive for me. But that, but listen, uh, like I, listen again, I get it. <laughs> but like that's what he was. A, he's the OG. He's yeah. the OG in the game when it comes to you know. He was always talking about NFTs and crypto art. So you know, and finally, it's here. What type of of clients have you worked with uh, uh, in the past and now? Um in the industry and, and are those clients like looking at nfts what are, are they looking at kind of like DeFi? how do they approach these things which which type of clients though so Is like that... you have you have you have uh your podcast you have podcast sponsors yeah. i'm sure you have social media clients on your on uh, uh marketing and consulting and things like that they all right now the whole everything's turned to nfts like I don't have one talk where it's like, you know, something other than, well, I would say 90% has turned to NFTs because there's no charting in NFTs. There's no TA. There's no FA. It's just, it's very easy. I'm going to create this piece and here you go. I had a client where, hey, we created an NFT to go at. So the NFT will give you the title to my Rolex. Which is okay. Well, where's the what's the Rolex? Well, I'm gonna sell you my Rolex and I'm gonna give you the NFT for it. And the NFT basically has the title, which is signed that it's an actual Rolex, it's you know, edition 178. And I'm transferring the title off to you so you can go ahead and now put it onto your wallet so you can have the certificate that it is an actual Rolex. So I mean, that people works. are using NFTs for, I mean, they're using it in that sense. Um, you have the real estate, though. The real estate, when I talk about real estate, buying pieces of real estate wouldn't, you know, using NFTs. To me, that's, that's going to be the big thing. If anything, that's the big thing. Owning pieces of real estate, or we're talking about uh, owning like, buildings or we're talking about like financing different uh real estate or everything it can apply it can apply to everything is anyone talking about that, that? i think it just applies to everything and like you have people that are starting to go and you know obviously as soon as you know people start talking about it people are listening and they start creating and i think there's one or two projects already that have started up I've, i don't know their names but they're already started up and they're you know, focusing on taking NFTs and selling selling your pieces of a building, and you can all you know you'll get a certificate in an NFT. I mean, this is wild. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, like this is the wild, wild west right now. It is, it is, it is the wild, wild west, and it's it's getting crazy because it's like a lot of experimentation and, and exploration, but not in a way that like people are getting scammed or defrauded, which is what I really like. It's not, it's not. It's finally like we can have fun with this industry in not really a negative way. Uh, and and speaking of fun, we were talking earlier um, and kind of like on the same thread of everything being digital. 
um, you're thinking about moving down here to Florida. What? Absolutely, 100%. What do you think the future of, of New York City is? I'm a dot, like you, we, were, we're, we went to similar high schools in the same area and everything. You're just a little bit older than me, but we're the same age. So we both love New York City. What's the future? I, I honestly, like, should I paint the horrific picture or should I just? I'm gonna, it's going to be medium of the road. It always is. Maybe good, then bad, bad, good. But it eventually, like, things taper themselves out. You know, it seems like we over we always survive everything. Yeah. Like we've we've been through a lot, New Yorkers, and we usually come out. You know, we come out of the rubble, and we're always good, man. We always find a way. But like, this is like I've never seen so many trucks packing. Right. You know, I've never seen so many people. Like, there's so many trucks outside packing their stuff. So you know. But it's not because of just, COVID. It's because of years of just whatever, and then we all hate the mayor. Yeah, I mean, COVID I think COVID has just pushed it. Yeah, I mean, COVID just accelerated the process of we're getting out of the city. It's too congested, and we're moving to New Jersey. We're moving to North Carolina. Like this is all my friends. What, what are the common threads that your friends are looking for when they're moving? North North We want space. space. We want space. Uh, less tax. Tired of you know, you know the grind. You know, I can go ahead and buy a house for $200,000. You imagine, it's like you can, for $1.1 million, you get a sardine can in yeah, New York. Yeah, New York. It's crazy. You, so you take three dollars $400,000, you move down south, you get a mansion. Yeah. So why does anybody want to live here? Like, that, that's really it. The cost of living, the taxes, you know, it, it's it's crazy. It really is crazy. Uh I want to move. Honestly, I like what the mayor is doing in in Miami. I really love what he's doing there, uh, making it like a tech city. And listen, it's tax friendly, it's business friendly. Why not? Listen, not even Miami. If Orlando decides to do it, or Tampa, the, like if these mayors are deciding to, yeah, say, it's you all know over what, the. Guys, it's, it's not just the mayor. It's the it's the governor, and it's it's the way the state is run. I think, and it's how and, every city's different. You have to I tell people like, just drive the whole coast of Florida, the West and East Coast, and just stay where you like, because it's going to be different. I stayed where I stayed because we liked it here, but we did that. We drove around the whole place and we stayed where we liked. Charlie, you grew up. You're from New York. Mm -hmm. Tell me that you don't like. Um, maybe, maybe I just maybe I'm a Southern kid at heart, but I lay. I can go to Florida and just relax. Like I can get the work done. Yep. But I can just relax. It's a it's slower pace. It's like, listen, I, I just want to enjoy now. Like I want to enjoy yeah. and I want to be, I want to be able to build without, listen, you're always going to have stress and everything, but I just want to build without having all these regulations. Like it's le there's less regulations in Florida. Uh, there's, there are it's less more regulations relaxed. in so Florida are, New York. Things are like slower in that. It just it's moves slower, but but things are perfected. So like there's just yeah. no you never feel rushed. So like you walk into a store, it's not that the person is going slow. It's just that you yourself are just like there's no rush. I didn't come. It wasn't stressful to park. It wasn't stressful to get here. <laughs> it wasn't stressful to walk in. There's no stress. It wasn't stressful to deal with the person, the person you're talking to, dude. 
yesterday I was recording. The, yesterday we were going to record a show here, and I was in the studio, and I recorded some ads. I walked downstairs right after this time yesterday. Walked right downstairs. I took the elevator downstairs, opened the door, and the street. I see there's a little cafe. There's a little coffee shop next to little cafe tables. I see a gentleman sitting on a chair, white white shirt, tie, drinking a coffee by himself, reading a newspaper by himself. I look at him and I say, "Good morning, Mr. Mayor." That's my fucking mayor, sitting having a coffee by himself. That's where I that live. Is awesome. And we just had a whole conversation. He knew of me. I knew of him. I voted for him. We were just joshing. And I said, "I'm sorry if I'm bothering you. I don't know if you're expecting." He's like, "Nope, just having a cup of coffee." Like, no security. Isn't that great? That's government right there. You can talk to the people that represent you on the national stage. It's beautiful. That is awesome. Like, yeah. you're not going to have that here? No, no, never. You ever see De Blasio on the street? He punched me in the face. He doesn't like me. I don't like him. Do you even want to talk to him? <laughs> no. Like, it's just like, like, no, just like, listen, Andrew Yang is running. I like to him. become mayor. I do too. I, I like him if I don't look at any of his politics because I just think New York needs a person to just be like a good, like, pusher forwarder type of person. Does that make sense? Sure. For sure, but he's not going to get anything passed. Yeah, he won't, but he'll make everyone happy. He, okay. I, I'm <laughs> Charlie, I'm happy that everybody will be happy. But, you know, it's not the right, it's not, you know, I, I think the point when we talk about regulations, right, and rules, it's not that we want to, we want to do something. Uh, Illicit. want to do, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. We just want clarity. It's a, it's clarity a. Clarity. And, and relax the rules and let, you know, keep innovation here. That's like been my mantra. Like, let's keep innovation here. Why do they have to, Charlie, why do people have to move? Why do people have to leave the United States of America and go to Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania to go ahead and be in blockchain or produce a project? I mean, like this, it's crazy. Like this is, it, we're not doing anything illegal. We are, it's technology and technology is ever evolving. Relax, relax, collect Fine. Collect tax dollars. I agree. Make it fair, though. Make it yeah. fair. Capital gains taxes on every single thing that you purchase. With Stop. Make, yeah, Stop. and it's also double-sided. It's like you look at, you just go to IRS website and you look at some of their, their documents and you see at one side, like, Bitcoin is convertible property. It's property. It's property. Crypto's property. Okay, so, like, let me assign, let me do my tax strategy. 1031 exchange. I sell a house. I make profit. I sell Bitcoin. Let me buy a house with it. Let me transfer or, or, or uh, uh, um, you, it says a tax strategy around that where you basically pay the taxes at a later date instead of every time there's a transaction. Let us do that. No, Bitcoin is, is not property in that when it comes to that. So it's like, like you said, it's just that we want clarity. We want to be able to, to do what we want to do without having to worry that we're going to jail, holiday in or whatever, you know? It's, it's Listen, you know, I remember when we talked and you said back in what I think it was, you said 2012, I was like, you were out there. I, 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 I asked you a question. I was like, you were out there and you were promoting the space. You, you're, you're an OG. You were out there with the others. You were just like, you were making sure people heard about us. And you were like, no, I was fighting for survival. Like I was fighting to survive. So I don't go back to my nine to five. Yep. Like. Don't want to ever have to have a like, real job ever again or whatever. Yeah, but that hit me like, hold on, holy shit. He was like, he's being, sorry about the customer. No, it's fine. Like, There's no FCC here. FCC, no, like, they, you don't me, they try to take down me. What's the Eminem song <laughs> or whatever? 
The FCC. But that's a perfect example. This I own this distribution. This is my show, my distribution. You can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want, obviously within reason, because I'm a moral person. But this is my distribution. It's it's like freedom. I think, and this is kind of like the thread of this show, and I like how we ended up being able to follow, and thank thank you to my writers who, who do such great work for us here, is that sovereign sovereignty you know, tools. What have you been doing? What do you talk about? You're a motivational speaker, G Media, Gox G Media. You, you're on Clubhouse. You're talking to people. You represent clients. What is it all about? At the end of the day, it's creating the tools, the software, and the information to let every person be their own person and have that freedom to do and to use the 24 hours in the day the way we want to use it. Simple. Correct. I, I mean, I... I... Listen, I'm, I might be on social media too much. I think I grind away about 15 hours a day uh, on social media. And my main mission, whether it sounds corny to people, uh, but that is to onboard people into this. Space, I love it. Period. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. And how can my listeners find you on the internet and follow some of your, your writings and social media and things like that? Gokshinmedia.com. If you can't spell it, it'll come out on Google. I, I promise you, if you just put like G-O-K, it just, it'll just, I'll, uh, I'll have it in the show notes. To, Yeah. But, uh, gokshinmedia.com, uh, we are hiring, like we've went on a hiring spree and we will keep, continue to build, build and build. And, uh, we're just putting out great content. I really do believe that the content is great and it's really the content that's coming out. It's simplified to make sure that we can onboard every single person that is interested in coming into this space. Uh, because if we start talking to people in coding, they're, they're yeah. just not going to be interested and then going to leave. And they'll come back five years later because they'll be disappointed that they didn't get in early. And of course, like I always say, we're still early. This is still early. I love it. I love it. The Wild West. That's a beautiful message. It's like day one in the crypto space. Well, David, thank you. That's all the time we have for today. I really appreciate you taking the time on coming on Untold Stories. I'm your host, Charlie Schrem. The show is produced by Blockworks.co, a media and production company that I trust and love. Without them, the show wouldn't even be there to be here today. Make sure you check them out at Blockworks.co. Thank you so much, my producers, the writers, the account executives, everyone who makes the show possible. You are listening and watching Untold Stories, and I will see you guys next week. 